Welcome to Kokoro Beat Podcast. I'm Minuette, a newcomer who brings a fresh set of eyes to the anime world. And we have Sad Dad, a manga enthusiast and seasoned anime watcher since the days of early Toonami. Together, we bring our unique perspectives, love of anime, and plenty of humor to boot in a series that covers some of the most emotional, tear-jerking, and thought-provoking romance animes that we feel just don't get the credit that they deserve. segue where you're talking about singing and i was like oh this is the segue and then we just kind of breezed past it and i was like well missed that chance you know um, minuet <laughs> queen of natural segues that's what she's known for actually i feel like you're shading me right now i'm not i, I would it. i would never right okay um <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna read uh the summary or the plot summary of okay. this movie yeah rahito sajo an honor student with a perfect score on the entrance exam and Hukaru Kusakabi in a band and popular among girls would have never crossed paths until one day they started talking at the practice for their school's upcoming chorus festival. After school, the two meet regularly as Hikaru helps Rihito to improve his singing skills while they listen to each other's voice and harmonize. Their hearts start to beat together. Beautiful. <laughs> what exactly way to end that? But also like very appropriate for this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a sappy story, but I think it's done very naturally at the same time. It's not in your face, over the top. Um, mm -hmm. it, it does have. It does feel very like a very real story, starting with the beginning of this film. Um, even though it was, uh, I think it was. 2016 maybe it was maybe sooner when this came out um actually um i read that this was the first film to be in theaters in japan really yeah wow that's what i read oh, i don't actually, know i mean I was, it was on I was the internet off. i was off uh 2006 2006 when this came out but it still feels it, it came feels, into theaters though in 2016 yeah so it, it feels very progressive uh and it feels very uh, it feels very modern uh, that being said, and this, this is, of course, you know, uh, everything has to be in the context of this being uh, Japanese culture. So so I think that this right. is very modern. It feels very modern and it feels very ahead of its time is what I'll say. So so it's like even though the, mm -hmm. the movie release came much later, it definitely deserved a release much sooner because it was maybe 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 the, the culture didn't allow for it to be released at that time. And that's why. But I think the fact that it did what it did almost geez uh 15 17 years ago is insane the opening of this film like basically they're all in chorus and they're singing and uh kusakabe mm -hmm. um we see him and like we kind of start with his train of thought and he notices uh sajo yeah and it's like he's not singing just like makes that observation and then you know they disperse they like go do their class high school things and he like forgets something in the chorus room, I guess. Yeah, his lunch bag. And yeah, his lunch bag. And so he comes back and then he sees Sajo singing by himself yep. with the sheet music. And that is what that is the very start of how they I guess they know of each other, but like actually like come into contact and speak to each other for the first time. Yeah. And it, later on they the like he says like um the reason why he wasn't singing is that he couldn't see. Um, yeah. So yeah, his 
his glasses aren't the right prescription to see the board. Yep. And then, and then later, uh, later it's also revealed that maybe he can't read music as well. Uh, and, <laughs> and so, so it's like a few different reasons, but kind of like all of it boiling up to Kusakabe, uh, who is actually part of a band, as they say, he's well versed in it. Yeah. So, so yeah. he, he knows, he knows how to sing things properly and he's sort of ahead of everybody else in this aspect, uh, the music aspect. Uh, whereas, uh, Sajo is just honestly a victim of just doesn't want to bother anybody with his mm-hmm. uh like with something that he's struggling struggling with but because of it uh because he's not they like they're, they're sitting next to each other they meet and then they start to practice together on a regular basis right because the copy just kind of like blurts it out and doesn't even know why he's offering to do it he's just like hey will you practice with me i'll help you yep and Sajid's like yeah and then we get like a nice little montage of showing time passing, which is when they're practicing together. Yeah. And then I think they kind of show like at first, Kusakabe shows up to band practice, but then he's running late, which I think indicates right. that he's spending more time with Sajo. And so um, his, his priorities are kind of shifted without him realizing, but just showing that they have this sort of connection that they're not really building on each other. Uh, like they're not like, they're not while they're having the like these these lessons with each other they're not necessarily uh expanding upon their friendship but they mm-hmm. are enjoying that quality time together that they're experiencing because of it and, and i think the first boiling point doesn't really like the first like big um change doesn't happen until kusakabe notices sajo staring at the teacher oh yeah wait he does yeah so if you go back to it there's a scene where they're singing in class together mm-hmm. and the teacher um whose name is harasen uh notice or like just comments that um that everyone's doing much better after some practice because mm-hmm. they've been through all these sessions but the class itself just doing better as a whole um right but it's also been very hot in the class very like hot and like weathered he like runs his hand over his forehead um and he looks uh kusakabe looks over at sajo and notices that Sajo's looking at the front of the class and later on when they're continuing to do their lessons as they normally have uh kusakabe also does the same thing but he puts on a sort of corded uh wristband and puts mm-hmm. his hand to his forehead sort of in an angry manner to be like i guess the the main thing is to to see if it was just happenstance that he was staring at the front of the class or if it was uh, sajo was looking at the teacher and that's actually what initiates their sort of accidental kiss uh because he says are you were you just doing this to impress hodison the teacher and this kind of throws I think, sajo well, hold off on. No, we missed the night before. The first kiss, I think you're talking about the second kiss. Is that the second kiss? The first kiss, yeah, I think so. Because the first kiss, so it's like the night before the concert, and they're talking about like, oh, this has been fun, but like now it's coming to an end kind of thing. They're like sitting in the park at night. Okay. And he drops the water bottle or the lemon soda. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So he has a conversation with him about the about it being for the teacher, but the kiss doesn't happen till later. Yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't happen till later. Yeah. It was the it was the fizzy um, water. <laughs> yeah, the fizzy water that says nude on the title. I want to know. Does it say nude? <laughs> it does. Yeah, it says nude. I and I was that. like, that's interesting. See, I noticed. I'm I'm proud that I noticed something because you just like went on this whole thing about like noticing the teacher, and I'm like, what? What? I missed that. But I guess okay, I, guess I guess that was the first moment for, for me that like Kusakabe realizes that he felt he felt jealousy. Ah, um, uh, yes. For what seemed to be his attention towards the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I will say, yeah. um, when the kiss happened, I was really surprised. It was like ten minutes into the film, and I thought like this whole film was going to be like building up to them to so, like just kissing, the final basically. kiss. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know why I thought that. Um, maybe it's because you told me it was like really tense or something. And I just assumed like that tension was sexual tension of like, oh, are they going to kiss? Are they not? Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, they, they kiss pretty quick into the film. And it was uh, it was tense, you know, it was this tense thing of like, because neither of them, it's like they move into this kiss and then they're both like, whoa, they kind of. I'll say that the tension I was bit. mentioning was was for later on, but but mm-hmm. I'll, we'll we'll get to that part. But it, yeah, to me it was it was surprising that they kissed that early. Like I remember like looking down for a second and then looking up and being like, "Oh wait, what happened?" Like it was like it was right. Like, it was so sudden. Like they both reach towards the water to pick it up. Their hands brush each other, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the first bit of electricity." And then I'm like, "Bam, kiss." Oh damn. Yep. That went fast. Yeah. Uh, it was nice though. It was, it was spicy. They bit. sold it really well. I think it was really well done. It was super well done. Um, and then we go to the actual concert itself where they are singing. Yep. And Kusakabi kind of has like a little breakdown. Yeah, just like just like, just, the... just sobbing. <laughs> right, and everyone stares at him. I also want to note like. How come nobody else except for the main characters had eyes? I I I want to say it's just like it's a limitation of the art style, maybe. But gotcha. Also, it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, all these eyeless people, and it really like pulls the focus to where they want it to be, which is on these two characters, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a wonderful choice because. Oh. It uh, that's what the story is about, really. Like nobody else matters that much. Uh, so he like has this Kusakabe has this breakdown yeah. and starts crying, and he runs out of the room. And Sujo, Sajo, Sajo, is Sajo. like, wait, runs after him. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa, what just happened? This is where um, I feel like. Kusakabe like basically was like I think I've fallen in love with you. It's yep, a pretty exactly. big declaration. But also to the side of it, the the crowd on mass, everyone in the school mm-hmm. realizes how awkward it is, and some of them are shocked by uh by Sajo chasing after Kusakabe, but some aren't. And then mm-hmm. also the comments by the I think it's like the maybe the principal. Are like yeah, they've been spending a lot of time together. The teachers begin to chase after them. They hide and away. Sajo doesn't get a chance to uh to reply yeah. about his feelings, yeah. and I think that's important. 
Yeah. Because it leaves uh, Kusakabe hanging a little bit. Um, and he's just like wanting to know the answer of how, of how Saju feels. And I think that is something that is uh, present throughout the film of yeah. Kusakabe. Or they're really both of them are wondering about the other, but Kusakabe more so. I feel like Saju is the one that's not as forthcoming with his feelings and emotions. Right. But yeah, they, they end up hiding, which was an interesting choice. <laughs> like the principles come up and I'm like, why, why hide? Um, yeah. I guess the emotions were high and they were feeling like I mean, they, they kiss again in the closet. So they definitely, have, they do. And that yeah. was like a close quarter, another like spicy moment where it I was so like, spicy. dang, so many kisses. <laughs> I feel like this is like this is the first romance we've really seen some kissing. Like yeah, it's hot in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the I think that kind of build up I think takes us to the point where the first kiss you could write off as being sort of like, you know, uh, caught up in the moment, caught up in the feelings of of what was going on or even just like an accident, you know, just like you know, like an impulsive thoughts one type of thing, but I think that this was the first kiss where it was just like, yeah, Sajo definitely lingered, even if, you know, he's pulling away and Kusabe is definitely committed to this feeling. Like he knows that it's not just a whim of a thought, but Mm -hmm. this is somebody that I like and that somebody I've fallen for. So I think that by the time this, uh, this happens, we have our first transition. They do this a few times, but after Mm -hmm. this, after this second kiss, we transition, I think out of summer. Um, but mm-hmm. by summer's end. And Which, by the way, I want to say I like the way that they did this um, mm-hmm. by season. And it almost felt like these shorts or like vignettes of this life pieced together. Right. Um, which was an interesting choice and style, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, it gave felt a lot like of... basically <laughs> separating out the pieces of how this relationship formed. Yeah. I think that it gave, it gave a lot of like, you understand like they, they didn't, and they didn't write it off. It wasn't just a word, something about the scenery would change for the environment. The first season was a lot of summer uh, heats. The mm-hmm. second part was a lot of their relationship moving on past just the practicing for this, this event and so on and so forth. So each, each transition, a new thing was happening. It was slightly different. I think the first one was the heat of the summer and then, uh, the second was the the rainfall. So like it, like it added to the scene, it added to the environment, it did a very good job of mixing those things together because it each part of it sparked something of the relationship. For the fall, for example, it was the rainfall and them sharing mm-hmm. an umbrella. Like that's that's something small but something meaningful over time. Um and it was so it was sweet well. too, like when they were sharing that umbrella and um Kusakabe was like holding it more over Sajo to like keep him dry. I thought that was really sweet. No, I think that was really well done. And especially because he said that he would let the part of the rainfall hit him. Um, mm-hmm. So it was like, it was like he was definitely not just sharing in it, but also taking a bit of the weather for the sake of another person. Like it, it matters more that I give this to you versus for me that I matters that I, I sacrifice something for, for someone else, for this person. So I think that, they, that mm-hmm. that's done really well. Yeah, um, they do kind of have this interesting and, and a little uncomfortable interaction, though, in this, the umbrella where yeah. uh, Kusakabe, like, asks to kiss him, to, to kiss Sajo, and Sajo says no. Yeah. But he still does it. 
made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, there is a lot of, um, I guess, um, pushing the envelope when it comes to the characters. I think some of it is is meant to make you feel uncomfortable in a way because one, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's young love, but two, um, I don't think a lot of those kisses would have happened, those spicy moments, if not Kusakabe initiating them. So so it's like I understand his uh, I understand. Sajo's apprehension because he's worried and embarrassed, but and he's there in they, public is the big thing. Like yeah. they they've kissed alone, but they've never kissed like out, like yeah. in daylight where people could see them. And I understand like he's saying no to that because he's worried about that. Yeah, and I guess um, like uh, Kusakabe is kind of like conflicted with that because it's just like he wants to make a step. Like he thinks that you know this was we kissed so now we can kiss anywhere like why should it matter um well they really kind of represent like two different ways of of coming to terms with their sexuality like kusakabe is just very accepting of it and himself and his feelings and like just wants to like throw himself into things head first and you know explore basically and then sajo is so reserved and so like worried about what other people think and he's just I feel like he's done so much for other people in his life and he's not used to, to exploring like what he wants or needs. And it's just like a a good highlight on like their two personalities and how very different they are, but they're both like coming to terms with the same thing in different approaches. I do. I do think that initiating those kisses in, in public, I think they're almost necessary. Um, in that if you take them out, um and just make it where it's like oh i only do like i only go to your comfort level and not beyond i think you lose some of his character i think part of his character is that he does push the envelope with these things so i think mm-hmm. that his pushing the envelope helps i guess move the character forward in the sense that that you understand that they're moving at different paces but yeah. also because there is there is a bit of unspoken uh like tension between them in that uh one character is more reserved one is more open about their feelings uh mm-hmm. but also that each relationship there's someone who gives and someone who takes and i think that sometimes what you give and take can just be acts of love and i think that the way that kusakabe initiates that love is it's like it's causing the friction but it's also necessary but it's also like would the relationship have blossom beyond this if not for it so i i think that it's it's almost right. it's almost part of the characters part of the story and it, it's kind of become i think they're intertwined to how the, who the character is but also to the story uh progressing as much as it did yeah i can definitely see that and i see too like how this um him sajo being uncomfortable with kissing in public like helps the story progress later on yeah and like have things mean you know something later on i do want to say i i really really loved the character of kusakabe like he's this like cool kid who's in a band and like you think it's like (laughs) too cool to like have feelings but he's so open and just so ready to embrace like his feelings and his emotions and it's it's refreshing yeah kusakabe realized the answer to the question that he's probably had for a very long time and Mm -hmm. Sajo is realizing that there was a question in the first place to be had. 
It's yeah. like somebody, so, so like, like, Yusakabe probably had this question rummaging around his mind for some time before things actually blossom. And then Sajo kind of, it's like, oh, there's this part about myself I've been either rejecting or I haven't Repressing. been. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so I guess it, that's, it's important to know that that's probably why Kusakabe is such a great character is just that they, they have, he has such a, like, he has such a, like a positive, like reaction to it. Whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, whereas, whereas Sajo's is much more negative or there's a lot more negative connotation to it. Yeah. But it is, it's nice to get both sides mm-hmm. of that kind of journey to the same destination in a way gives a more rounded full rounded story basically there's a quote um, that he says in class one day and i think it's around the summer's time that he says wearing the same uniform wearing the same shoes born the same year and in the same class and i think that says two things and that's mm-hmm. like amongst all of the people who basically are all doing the same thing um and we're sort of it could have been anybody we're all kind of very similar but this person that i ended up connecting with ended up being the perfect person yeah uh i think that's i think that's super meaningful i think it ends up being like to me like one of the strongest quotes that that, that happened i think later on they do like something about the the coarse roof the <laughs> there's a, yes there's that a comes poem. up a few yeah. times which uh, i pulled up that poem so i could actually yeah. like say it all because i was like trying to like type it down and i was like i'm just gonna find it on the internet and i don't yeah. have to type it but i think um, that that kind of starts like how i guess how special the relationship is i think mm-hmm. that to me what it shows is that someone who somebody who's who, who may go through and not realize that they they aren't straight you know like, so at some point you kind of come to this realization it's like you don't have you don't have you can't just ask everybody in in your class like hey is anybody else like me um i guess it to me it kind of it makes it more special because it's just like two people are realizing something about themselves that's very important to them um mm-hmm. and who they are but say that with somebody else in class it it may have not turned out that way so it's like right so it's it's very this is this is perfect happenstance but you realize the struggle of any like the the, any person who goes through in finding a partner or finding or having like that relationship that high school relationship like what's to say that Mm -hmm. anybody in your class um is is just like you um or anybody in your school is just like you because uh, something that a lot of people don't realize is that uh, they're still an underserved, underrepresented, and just not as populous uh, group. So like you, you could go, maybe the person that was meant for you is a year ahead of you or a year behind you, um, mm-hmm. but it can be very lonesome. And I think that, that having this specific situation, it's like great that we get to see it in this kind of way, mm-hmm. that represented in this kind of way. So I think it's it's just it's just it's just a special moment. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um now, as we said, like a lot of rumors have been circulating. Yeah. And even like Kusakabe's friends, um, like bandmate, uh, I don't know his friend's name, but we see it's the <laughs> friend we see him talk to the most. That guy. 
that guy. Yeah, that one. Um, that one. You know, he's talking and he's just like, you know, you and you and Sajo are, are very different people. Mm-hmm. And Sajo overhears this and kind of takes it to heart. He's like, yeah, we are different. How would this ever work? You know, you can kind of see him struggling with that feeling too. Yeah, I think that by that point as well, because I think with the with when it starts like mentioning the the bandmate and whatnot, they mm-hmm. kind of have like like you said with the like the autumn beginning, uh, they have like these moments of separation where it's like we're not necessarily breaking up, but they weren't necessarily together. Where Sajo's feelings of like wanting to I guess take things like or, or stop doing things, so he's he just feels so uncomfortable. Well, I think one thing that Sajo is also dealing with is that Sajo doesn't have a lot of self-confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. Like, even though he's like this brilliant honor student who, you know, is known for being like super smart and it's like he, he really doesn't have a lot of confidence in himself. Yeah. I don't think he can grasp that somebody as cool as Kusakabe could be interested in him. And I think as a fear of that, he has this big fear of getting rejected, of getting hurt. And so he kind of pushes Kusakabe away. It's another reason why he's slow to yeah. do stuff or, you know, fighting against it is because he's so terrified of getting hurt. And speaking of his smarts, at a certain point, they, they're both having to go see, I guess, their teacher about yeah, where those smarts will take college. them. Yeah. Right. This is another portion that made me very uncomfortable. For sure. Yeah. 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 I think it starts out with, uh, it starts out with, uh, Kusakabe first and mm-hmm. kind of goes through the emotions. You can tell that, uh, really he's not interested in going to college or just really doesn't have anything in mind. And, and this is also where I was like, why does this counselor keep bringing up Sajo? Like, why is he yes. bringing this up and talking to him about Sajo mm-hmm. so much? Yep. Start like, saying what? like, basically, you know, sooner or later, all the boys, you know, are going to chase skirts and they're well, he going says this to is Sajo. Um, but Kusakabe, he's talking about Sajo. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's like, and then, um, with Kusakabe, he's talking about Sajo and then basically, um, saying that i think saying like all the boys are going to notice mm-hmm. like they're yeah. like that like eventually people are going to know what's going on i feel on. like he also said like sajo is like really smart and going places and it's almost like a put down of kusakabe yeah, like you're like, not you're not good enough for <laughs> you're sajo. you're not this or that was the impression i was getting yeah and uh then he kind of he goes to class makes almost like almost exposes himself in class because he gets mad at Sajo. Mm-hmm. Um, Sajo ignores him. Yeah, ignores him, up. walks right by him like he's not even there. And then he kind of writes it off as like, oh yeah, uh, Arasan needs to see you. <laughs> so, And that's when we get the meeting yeah. with the teacher and Sajo, which yeah. that's where he starts talking about Kusakabe and, and men like him chase skirts, like you were saying. Yeah. Basically really saying that he's years. going to move on, you know, just as you're moving on. So like, you know, don't hold on to it. You know, don't, don't hold on to like, he's like, he's not going to stick around. And then the teacher begins to take advantage of him. Yeah. goes in for like a kiss almost. Yeah. 
I, I say, yeah, for sure. Definitely a kiss. And so uncomfortable. I was just like, holy shit, this is so inappropriate. Yeah. Um, mm, and did then, not like that. And then, um, like the, the hero, Kusakabe, comes running in, bashes over him over the head, and leaves. And to, to making the, the teacher, I think, like, bled. Like, like that's how hard he hit him. Yeah, he bloodied his nose. Yeah. So... He gave him a deviated <laughs> septum. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was nice though. I'm glad that he came to his rescue because like I said, mad uncomfortable. <laughs> mad um, uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm glad that that didn't have a chance to progress further. Yeah. Because that is called assault. Assault. Sexual Spell assault. A S S A U L T. Assault. Oh my god. Assault. Assault. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that ends that ends the autumn uh for for better or for worse. Well, they have a talk. Kusab uh, Kusakabe yeah. asked them to go out with them, and they they go over that poem again where mm -hmm. Sajo like completes it for him because Kusakabe like the whole time is like I can't think of the rest of this damn poem. Yeah, and Sajo's like, dude, this is the most famous part. Why are you <laughs> focusing on the beginning? Yeah. Um, but the poem that they keep saying is "Course the rush mat roof, sheltering the harvest hut of the autumn rice field." Rice field. And my sleeves are growing wet with the moisture dripping through. Which in looking up this poem, snap, I read snap, snap. that uh, apparently like sleeves getting wet is a metaphor for um, crying. Oh, I see. Emotion. Like wiping your sleeves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I read that as when I looked up this poem, just another, uh, a lot of like Japanese poetry stuff popped up and I, I noted that really quickly. So the coarse, the coarse roof is like your rough exterior. Mm-hmm. And these bits of emotional feeling seeping. Well, I think it probably is speaking to the fact that like Kusakabe is that roof that's sheltering Sajo, but in the process he's also getting hurt because yeah. Sajo's not um returning his feelings in the way that he wants. Yeah. I think is really why it's in there. Um and how it is applied to this particular story, why it comes up. Yeah. I think that I think that this is me putting my my uh, lit skills to use. No, I know. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lightning McQueen, it, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, he asked them to go out, and yeah. I think Sajay says yes. They're like they're official. Yeah. By the, by maybe, the yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he officially says like, all right, yeah, let's go out. But I think they're mm. back together. In yeah. their way, like you know, like in like like their way of doing things, like it's it's like okay, yeah, they're like let's let's do this. So I also noted the text in this transition. I think mm -hmm. it said a complex fool and a simplex fool. Yes, which yeah. was interesting. Yeah. So I guess Sajo is the complex one. Yeah, he would be the complex one. And Kusakabe is the simplex one. Yeah, both doing foolish things. Well. Love like in turns love. us in. Love <laughs> turns us all into fools, doesn't yeah. it? Like you do yeah. some silly things for love. At yeah. least I do. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you. Go out and get ice cream at 10 p.m. Yep. Ooh, I love those runs. One time I went out. Um, it was I want to say like midnight, and me and my boyfriend at the time. Um, I was wearing PJs, and I was like, "Let's go on an ice cream adventure." And adventure, he had this like. To it. <laughs> Yeah, he had this fabulous fur coat because I was like in like pretty, not like risque, you know, stuff, but it didn't 
it also is like a nightgown, you know, it's meant for sleeping in. So I didn't feel comfortable like going into a gas station. But I guess the coat, like this fabulous fur coat, when I put it over, I was like, okay, now I'm good. Now, now I'm comfortable. I'm yeah. So we went and got ice cream at like midnight, 1 a.m. And yeah, it was beautiful. That gas station Love, baby. was probably like, man, these two homeless people. <laughs> no, uh, a homeless person wouldn't own that fur coat. It was really right, right. nice. The last. I literally like possession. told him, I was like, I'm just dating you for this coat. Yeah, just for Honestly. Coat. Yeah. It, when it disappears, uh, You'll it know. wasn't me. It was me. That's, that's called. It'll be a mystery. <laughs> that's called a felony. <laughs> Uh, I didn't actually get the coat though, oh, okay. and I'm kind of sad about it. I should have snagged it, it when I could. I did, yeah. But anyway, sorry. Sidetrack. Yeah. Ice cream adventures. Ice cream love. adventures. Speaking of adventures, love. <laughs> uh, later on, um, they uh, basically Kusakabe invites Sajo to the last show. Of Fans band. breaking up. Fans breaking up. One person is moving away, too far away. So school's too far away. So they they're gonna do one last show. I need um, to ask you this: Have you ever been in a band? I've never been in a band. Dang, I thought you were cool. Okay. I was in a one man band. I feel like I just had this image of you like playing a sad trombone, even though I know you play the trumpet. Uh, um, I play a recorder. A recorder. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took you too long. Hot buns. Yeah. yeah. Hot cross buns and Mary had a little lamb. Oh my God. It's a banger. Yeah. I, I'd like to see you hit the clubs with that. Mm -hmm. That lineup here. You know what? I would show up for you if you okay. went on tour. Yeah. And, uh, Electric clarinet. Worldwide No, tour. the recorder. You already said. It's recorder. Oh yeah. Recorder. No electrics. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> bare bones. But I would show up with you. I'd, I'd wear a shirt and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My merch would be here for, elegant. Here for dad. <laughs> I also like imagine you playing the Titanic theme song too. Which, by the way, I learned how to play that on the piano, and I performed in the talent show, playing it and singing it. It was pretty good. Damn. I know. I'll ask that. So, I mean, your your recorder is cool, but. Band's breaking up, man. Yeah, they're no longer no longer together. Things are falling apart. Mm -hmm. That was basically Kusakabe's future. Um, but yeah. I think the main aspect of it is I think Sajo realizes that Kusakabe is this popular person. I think that maybe Sajo began to see Kusakabe about about as this kind of like emotionally like over the top character, but realizing mm -hmm. that. Really, to everybody else, um, he's popular. He's like he's, he's definitely. Cool. I think the way he sees it, because he begins to get a bit jealous later on, is that he sees that uh, Kusakabe's kind of bringing himself down in social standing to hang out with Sajo. Yeah. Like, like I'm not cool enough for Kusakabe. Like Kusakabe gets all the girls that he could want, um, and. I loved this image of Sajo in his like suit walking yeah. in the club right. and being so out of place. Yeah. He was just like a fish out of water. Like, what am I doing here? And then uh, he overhears like girls talking about Kusakabe yeah. and how hot he is and how like they, they want to get with him. 
he sees this, Kusakabe admit, or I guess, uh, I guess get confronted by his bandmates once again about Sajo. Um, mm-hmm. like, did he, he come? Yeah. Was he here? Yeah, like deflecting a bit, etc. Sajo kind of just sits out there quietly as the fans come by. I'm being and, a little, well, being a little creepy. I'm like Sajo, you were invited, like. You can go talk to him. Yeah, he even says, like, why am I doing, like, why am I hiding? Like, like, <laughs> it's like yeah. um, I think because he wanted to, he wanted to see what he said. Like, he wanted to see, oh, is he going to be like, oh, yeah, like, I'll, I'll go out with you, um, et cetera. He didn't like what he heard, which yeah. was a girl working up the courage to ask for his number. Yeah. And because uh, the Kabe said, yes, why? I think he was just being polite. I think like you have two ways, like there's a few ways of rejection, right? Like you could say like, oh, I have a, I have a boyfriend, which is probably not what Sajo would want either. Um, yeah. Or you have the, the, the straight up turn down, like, no, I don't want to go out with you, which would hurt their feelings, especially if like they're a huge fan of the band and now yeah. the band's no longer together. So I think it was just like him politely putting it down. But I could understand Sajo's position in the sense that like, he probably did want him to, in some form, say, like, oh, I'm seeing someone. You know, I'm currently yeah, seeing Yeah, I mean, this really hurt Saju. Yeah. Like, this really, really hurt him. He, I think it was, like, confirming his, his fears of, like, yeah, he's using me. Yeah. I'm nothing. He says that I'm this, you know, important thing to him. Mm-hmm. But he's pursuing other things, too. Yeah. The spiral so, begins. Yeah, so he gets... Shwasted. Shwasted. Don't we all some. have our heartbreak where we just drink a little too much and there's like four you know. cups of Heineken. Come on, Sajo. Do better than this. Four cups of uh Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> yeah. One mojito later and I am flying. Uh, I feel like that's me now. I I don't drink now anymore. So now yeah. I, to, I have one drink and I'm like, woo. Woo. It's like it's <laughs> it's nine PM. Woo. <laughs> and there's you that has like 10 shots and you're like i feel fine i'm fine i'm fine yeah i'm fine i've been told i play it off very well like like I, like i had a few people at a party recently they're like wait you you were like hammered and i was like yeah so i was like i was absolutely like totally not not good but i'm actually really good at hiding how drunk i am too mm-hmm. until i like reach that limit and then it's i like completely fall apart and everyone's like shit where did that come from i think everyone's had that time um, in the bathroom where like you put your hands on the counter and like stare at yourself in the mirror yeah that moment <laughs> look into your soul and yeah. say what am i doing what am i doing and then you continue and then <laughs> <laughs> carry on um so yeah i think he starts the spiral getting drunk he wanders you know yeah. out into the park thankfully not across any streets there's no car accidents. thank god accidents. i didn't even think about that that's true <laughs> yeah stay on the yeah, sidewalks people Jesus. yeah he played it safe he uh yeah no no car accident that way like he dies and now Kus- i would Kusakabe be like fucking gotta think really about love I'd be like, is this every romance like oh my God. end in car death? Yeah, <laughs> just all and the so- car death romances. We found them. Yeah, <laughs> we just attract them like magnets. But he gets to live um, because yeah. he just decided to wander in the park instead. Yeah. And Kusakabe's uh, calling him a lot. Yeah. I, I kind of want to be like Kusakabe, chill. <laughs> he's he's a, he's a mess. He is a mess. He's worried. He's like, 
Uh, and I guess he figures out where he is. He says, he says, I'm at a park, and then Kusukabe is there. <laughs> Literally, like, teleports yeah. to this park and tackles him. Yeah. And is like, what are you doing, you fool? I was so worried about you. So maybe he didn't know he was there? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he knew what park. Maybe there's only one park where they live. Yeah, just the um, one. It's the park. Uh, but yeah, they have a kind of a, an, another, like, another really strong moment. moment. where. Ooh, yeah. Where we see them uh, have this honest conversation, but also uh, Kusukabe, after tackling him, hugs him um, and is just frustrated with him. You know, like, how could you act this way? I was scared to death. And once things start to calm down, I think this is truly, I mean, the first one that we see anyways, this is first the first time that Sajo initiates affection towards Kusukabe. Because his inhibitions are lowered. Yeah. So he's, he finally like says, you know, like, like you're this popular guy, like you crazy popular guy and like, and hugs him back overly over the top affectionately. And then Kusakabe, of course, does the classic Kusakabe, which is take it a step too too far. Yeah, take it a step further. <laughs> yeah, and then starts like puts his hands on his tracing back. Tracing his and... hands up his back. And then it's like, oh my gosh, this gets spicy real quick. <laughs> I just wrote, uh, oh, hold on. My, of course, my computer screen goes blank as soon as I look at my notes. Man, they just need to do it. Man, they just need to do it. <laughs> they, need to, they need to whack it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, um so, this was a very like tense moment though, and yeah. I was my heart was a little racy. I was like, ooh, ooh. And then cool. uh, that's that's after this scene. I think it starts like sort of another montage of situations. But hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I have to note no, this you, one line. You can that say, you say the line. Said. It's fine. <laughs> you know what it is too. Yeah. <laughs> I recorded it in my heart. I recorded, I recorded in my it. heart. Yeah, I recorded in my heart. I'm going to start saying that now. I want to incorporate this into my vocabulary. So anytime you give me a compliment, I want you to know. I <laughs> recorded say, it in my heart. I recorded that in my heart. I think <laughs> at first when he heart. says I recorded it, he's like, wait, what did you he record? Pauses. Did you have a video yeah. camera of some sort? Like he's like worried he's going to expose him. He's like, in my heart. <laughs> in my heart. It's so funny. It's cheesy. It's so sweet and cheesy, cheesy. and funny, but oh, it made me laugh. I really liked it. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> it was good. And I think I think after this is when they start to like it even he even says it, Sajo begins to relax around mm -hmm. Kusukabe. They start having like instead of just like kisses where it seems like Kusukabe is taking out all of the air from Sajo, it seems like they're actually like like tongue kissing and like getting Oh yeah. They so, brought out the tongues. Yeah, yeah it got real yeah. got and, real French. Then we have another situation uh, with our favorite teacher, Harrison, where Oh my God, uh, another point where I'm like, why would you go to him and ask about this? <laughs> he's the guy. I think it's because he knows, like he's the only person who like knows, knows mm -hmm. their situation. Um, as terrible as that would like, like that's, that's not the, like find yeah, anybody not else. The person, not the person you should yeah. be getting advice from, this kind of predator. Yeah. Is what he's been established as, but yep, for I sure. guess that's who's available. We were talking earlier. You got to tell you, got to do some things with, with animes. You got to be like, dismiss yeah. it. You got to dismiss yeah. a bit. And just it was be hard like, for me. Yeah. It was hard for me. I was like, I, I cringed a little. My heart cringed. 
Yeah. And so he asked him about he asked him about sex. He asked he says like well right in front of everybody too no tact. <laughs> he runs him out. He's like whoa. Yeah, uh, like are you trying to get me fired? Yeah. And then uh, this is how unfortunately Kusukabe finds out that uh, Sajo is trying to go to Kyo Uni uh, Kyoto University, and yeah. I think he has that realization that truly they don't know anything about each other. I think that they know very superficial things, but they haven't really spent like this time having in-depth conversations about their hopes and dreams or where they're going in life. I think he realizes that he didn't tell them this and Kusakabe is immediately hurt by it because it's like, yeah, you didn't tell me that potentially I would never see you again. Yeah. I mean, I think his, his hurt is uh, well-founded. I'd be hurt too. It's like we're building something and you're about to make a big transition away and yep. you didn't bother to tell me. Yeah. Um, so he confronts them about it. They're back at like the same place where they first kissed, I noticed, drinking the the lemon nude fizzy water. <laughs> Whatever. Lemon yeah. in the nude. Yeah. Lemon nude, um, nude lemons. Nude lemon. <laughs> Sounds like a band name. Maybe nude, that'll the, be uh, the nude lemons, yeah. What what is the name of uh, Kusakabe's band? It's like Gizcock. I can't remember. I, 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 uh... It also made me giggle a little bit. I'm a little. I'm kind of immature, and I was like, "Cock, what?" <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, they have this really sad um, conversation. Yeah, and it, and it, it also uh, Sajo does come back with you know, I didn't tell you. You also didn't ask. Um... And we do see a point where I think Sajo has tried to bring it up. Like, yeah. what are you doing for the future? And because Kusakabe doesn't know, yeah. he just kind of brushes it off. Yeah. Like, he's not thinking that far ahead. I think his character is not somebody who is forward-thinking. He's like, live in the moment, embrace the moment. Whereas Sujo is all living in the future. Yeah, Sujo. <laughs> so he has tried. It's true, he has tried, in a sense, to try and bridge the topic. And this uh this is the second time now that we have a pseudo breakup or distancing. No, they, they the break two. up, break up, I feel like. Yeah. So this one this one it seems like I guess you know all things are over because our mm-hmm. relationship will end, so it's over. It's um, dramatic. They one of them gets slapped. Yeah. Slaps. That's, that's drama. I mean, can't get more dramatic than a slap. Yeah. And then I wrote in my notes, no, don't fight. No, don't break up. <laughs> I like how my notes are like, like, oh, this happens. Okay, so he's doing this. And yours are just like, this is how I felt in this moment. <laughs> I think that's why we make a good team. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, my uh, next thing is, oh, my gosh, the heartbreak. <laughs> it's like a diary. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... And I think this the, this is what tra- transitions into uh, Sajo's now going to. I guess they have an exam, like an exam associated with going to college that no, they no, have no, to no. do. Don't right? Skip over, don't skip over. Don't skip over. He goes to like the sauna with his friends because he's bored. Uh, Kusakabe is bored. Right. No. Summer, yeah. No. I was saying like hey. basically while he's going to like these seminars to learn about what the exam's going to be. Mm. Sajo or Kusakabe is like sitting is at home up. but not mm-hmm. going on true vacation. So it's like this is like this is them um sort of doing their own thing with their 
other friends um, or mm-hmm. him doing his other thing with his other friends. But turns out Kusakabe was supposed to go on like this big summer vacation that he's just kind of not doing anything. Yeah, because he's, he's in the midst of heartbreak. Yeah. You said sauna. Goes to the sauna. Sauna. The yeah. sauna. Goes to the sauna with his friends. Now, like, uh, Kusakabe is now willing at the sauna to admit that basically flat out that, yep, me and Sajo were dating. Just kind of, like, it was, I guess it was just the heat talking or just maybe he was wanting to, like, tell somebody so he could vent that out. Yeah, um, it's a lot to keep inside into yourself. Yeah. For so long, too. Like, it's been a course over seasons yeah. now this has been going on. And meanwhile, uh, this course far hold on, away. Hold on, hold on, Wait, hold on. What? I like that his friend is like super accepting, and it's like, yeah, I'm at gonna first, weird yeah. it out. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, at first, at first. Yeah. Um, I, I he says this thing where he's like, you know, I always noticed that like you weren't really interested in girls and you move on quickly, and I just thought you were the kind of guy that can't fall in love at all. So I like hearing that you're capable of love and i was like damn that's harsh i think that okay. still hits him too i think it still hits him that like oh yeah like uh actually maybe that's what's happening now like maybe that's why i'm so willing to like break things off so quickly because it's just like maybe maybe i truly don't like mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of a universal thing right whether uh no matter your sexual orientation some people just aren't in the or aren't the commitment type so maybe that's mm-hmm. why it kind of makes him reflect a little bit further but mm-hmm. and they, uh, I think his friend calls Sachu like his first love. Yeah. And that's when he gets a boner. Yeah, definitely. Thinking about Sachu, yeah. and then his friend's like, "Okay, now yeah, I'm uncomfortable." <laughs> Which, by the way, um, that's got that's like that's that's gotta be that's gotta be something that I can't relate to at all. Um, I'm not. What? I'm not comfortable with anybody else's like nudity. Or anything that to that level, where that that would be like, I wouldn't just immediately just go like, yeah, I'm gone, like deuces, like <laughs> like I could be your best friend, I'm gone, if you really? if you chub out <laughs> in front of me. So maybe that's a, that's a different comfort levels for different people, but dang, I don't uh, know. Interesting. Uh, I I mean I mean I mean, are you in a public yeah, situation where you're just like 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 oh like oh yeah that's so like oh. Uh, woman says to you and goes like well not just a woman like your friend says to you like oh yeah i'm like 100 percent wet or you're just like you're just like oh yeah like cool i don't feel like that would ever happen <laughs> no situation has ever happened where that's come up yeah i guess that's kind well, of like with boners it's like a little more obvious yeah right? like you can't true. help that whereas like women aren't just gonna announce like oh i'm wet yeah. next to you like that's not gonna be a thing yeah um so that would be weird if they like announced that to me i'd be like <laughs> okay uh what do i do with this information <laughs> it's like um go yeah i don't think i can uh like, I, I mean i i don't have a problem though like i've been hit on by women before because i i've gone to you know lgbtq clubs before with my friends yeah um like got hit on a lot and i was like oh i'm flattered this is great thank I'm you flattered. Yeah, I was flattered. It was really nice. I was like, "Oh, I got it. I'm hot." Hot. But yeah, I just don't think I can. I can really understand the situation, and I can't tell when people like boys get like chubs. I'm not looking there, <laughs> so 
a it's a hard, like it's a a hard life out. to live whenever you're a teenager, especially because like a lot of times it just, it'll just happen. And like you're right. You're, That's you're what I've heard in a situation. You just gotta like stretch out your shirt or like have like a hunchback for like 10 minutes. So it's like, <laughs> sounds, it sounds like a hard struggle. Yeah. You know, this situation was, was a, was good for him to sort of notice, I guess, realize that, you know, he still did have those feelings for Sajo, but meanwhile, while they're having this conversation, um, it's kind of going back and forth between the sauna scene, um, and Sajo and Sajo is, is on the train or trying to take the train to take his exams. And now this is something I literally had no idea about until this moment. Like he, he can't take trains. So yeah, so at first like he's taking the train and it's like it's not explaining why, but like he's he like partway through the train rides, like he's like hunched over and like he's like heavy breathing and he's really struggling to get through it. I guess at first I thought it was just him realizing like, oh man, I shouldn't have broken up with this person. Uh, I should I should have like like That's kind of I like thought at first I thought he too, was just going like through him. like sort of like a more emotional turmoil, but like turns out it's like an actual phobia. Or fear yeah. the like fear that he has that uh just taking public transport at all, um and his mom starts to like you know like like offer him to like give him a ride instead and starts like he starts to really struggle with his with his goal which was to go to university because he can't seem to make it to the the place in time mm-hmm. and this is when we get um. The, the the scene, I guess the scene in between, he calls Kusakabe on the phone and basically says he's on the train and that he's going to get off on the stop. But And bam, Kusakabe's once there. Once again, there. Teleported again. Yeah, but in between when he passes out, they have this sort of moment where with the ribbon, uh, where they're both tied together with the ribbon and he's being called somewhere off to the side um and kusakabe mm-hmm. cuts that ribbon and basically it uh says in this sort of fever dream uh experience mm-hmm. that you know though the ribbon may be cut we can just tie it back together like there's not there's not yeah anything wrong even though and sajo's like well it'll be different like it'll be you know it's it's not going to be the same and kusakabe kind of just says like basically so what it's yeah, sort it's, of part it's of life. different. Yeah. Uh, in my notes here, I wrote lemon yellow. Interesting. Um, I think maybe I thought that was interesting because they also like drank lemon fizzy water and yeah. it was just a little tie to that. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, lemons popping up here. Interesting. And then I wrote very blunt metaphor. <laughs> very blunt metaphor. <laughs> very blunt. Yeah. Very in the face. Yeah. Um, they are not leaving any questions to this and, and so... what they're trying to say. They kind of come to this like they he comes to and uh Kusakabe is is there and they make this final rush to get to the exam on time. And that's when Kusakabe starts to uh say like basically be be like frank but stern about how he felt. Mm-hmm. They make it to the exam on time. And, uh, uh, yeah, Kusakabe gives him a ride on a yeah. super cool motorcycle. Yeah. 
didn't even know he had one, but, but he says, so make it through the exam and Sajo wants, this is another first that we get to see Sajo initiates a kiss. With yeah, Kusakabe. right before the exam, I went, oh my God, he kissed him. That's so sweet. Yeah. Cause this is, this is like, to me, I mean like, cause we're seeing it for the first time. My imagination is that it is the first time. Uh, maybe before it was always initiated by Kusakabe. So like having that moment is like him just being like, no, like you did something sweet for me and means a lot to me. This is me. This is me like admitting like that I'm okay. This and like, I want, I want this to happen. And so he leaves and of course in the Kusakabe fashion, uh, he, he yells out, yeah. I'll be waiting for you, my darling. And he's embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> but Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that Sujo, Sajo, oh my God. You're trying to say, why, you're trying to say Soju, I... I think. And it's like... <laughs> yeah, Sajo. Um, he's finally realized Kasakabe's there for him. He's not yeah. going anywhere. And he yeah. can almost like finally drop that fear after this moment where he's like really showed up for him yeah. and helped him on his way to like a life goal. You yeah. know, it's not a it's not a small thing. Like this is him literally helping him get to where he needs to be, which I think is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so he's able to finally like let go and trust. And when he's able to do that, yeah, he also like repays him by giving him a kiss. Fuck it. Kiss for luck. And it's really cute. It's uh, I got so weepy during this whole like little part uh, when he kissed him on. I feel like that's when I was like kind of crying. I was like, this is just so sweet. I like the final scene where it's uh, it's them two sort of sitting under a tree outside the exam, mm -hmm. and um, basically they're admitting all their feelings and it's kind of being lost with each other, um, mm -hmm. you know, about the what's Finally. coming. And Kusakabe says like, "I really want to kiss you," and then Sajo kisses him again, and mm -hmm. typical Kusakabe, he says one more and then Sanja goes no <laughs> like basically yeah. still that apprehension but like it's more of in a sense that like I guess it's That's it's joking. more of it's more of normalized in a sense where it's just like I'm just not a fan of like PDA necessarily like yeah like of course like yeah. when they kiss like it's it's not necessarily surrounded by people but but it's out in the yeah. world it's out in public yeah and that's very meaningful um, yeah because now they can like truly be together yeah. in a sense where everybody can see no more like rumors it's a thing no. yeah no more hiding so without i guess with i guess my question for you is without seeing i guess the the rest of what they have in their lineup of other um content uh here what would you say your imagination is of, like where this goes afterwards if it follows the normal trajectory of first loves generally first loves don't last um, but they're very like, they're the building block of like love for you and make you part of who you are and, you know, relationships and they're right. very, very meaningful. So I would imagine that at some point, like their differences do start to matter a bit because they are very different people. Yeah. Um, and I can't imagine as they grow, I, I, I can see them growing in different directions, but still being a meaningful part of each other's life and the fact that it was their first love that's yeah. kind of where my realistic brain takes it um i think that's like the one fault of this film is that um we get a lot of them realizing who they are um 
for this specifically, like this specifically, but we don't really see how that interacts with their future, their careers, their lives. Um, and we don't really know much about the characters other than the few things that we know. Like we know, we know mm-hmm. he was in a band. Uh, he's talented musically and that Sajo's good with grades. Uh, talented academically. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, what does that tell us truly about the characters? Not much. That's not really a lot to go off of. So it's like, yeah. So I, I, I'd imagine like they would, would come at some point where it'd be like their, their, their relationship would falter because of that. Uh, if it maintains and it didn't change. But mm-hmm. it also has that difference of not only is this my first love, but this is the person who, who essentially changed the trajectory of my life forever. And that could hold some more weight in a sense that it's like, how do you, how do you leave the person who saw you or was your, was your first uh, se- like sexual experience um, mm-hmm. or first romantic experience in general, but also the first person who... Uh, help you to realize that uh, that you that you weren't like everyone else. It's like I guess that holds a little bit more weight to me. But I do imagine that yeah, they, they probably uh, if you're just taking based off of this that it's still just high school love. It's interesting that you say that because you're right. We really don't know a lot about the characters, but they did such a good job at getting me invested, anyways. And they did that with the dialogue, with the beautiful animation with the way everything unfolded, it really was artistic and well thought out and well done. So talked about a lot of positives, of course, what were your, what mm-hmm. were your negatives? What were the things that you maybe didn't enjoy as much? Um, I think this film, well, I said like, I, okay. It felt a bit dated. Uh huh. I know you said it felt progressive for the time, Yeah. but we are, in the future we're from the future 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 future. yeah um obviously like the the teacher stuff made me really uncomfortable um the like kind of pushing the consent made me uncomfortable a bit even though i know why they put it in there and it was necessary um so it was a little weird the kind of casting of i know i we talked about how like the damsel in distress kind of thing and kusabe's the kusakabe's the hero like it doesn't need that, you know, like forcing them into those roles Yeah, feels a little dated too. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. In essentially sense that like using old tropes to, uh, move the relationship forward, like using um, a heterotrope and then making like forcing the, the LGBTQ characters to fit into it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that comes into conflict with like a situation of like, not everything has to be LGBTQ, like to to for it to mm-hmm. be, for it to be relatable in the sense that like you can have an emotionally cold character and a over the top character fall in love, um, mm-hmm. just like in a straight relationship. Like there, there's parallels, like they can happen. Um, yeah. But I do understand what you're saying, and that, that that was that necessary. No, it could have been. It could have been something different. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like so bad that it brought me out i still was very much invested in the story and honestly i think this film really uh didn't have a lot of negatives for me i was really really happy with it yeah what about you i would say for me like the negatives were if if i were to if i were to like add anything or say something that i wish was in the film 
I guess I just would wish knew more about the characters. The main uh, characters? Yeah, just because, I like, I mean, not necessarily that we don't, like, things that they tell each other, but mm -hmm. just things that we know about the character that, I guess, reinforce them as, as the characters that they are. Why is one yeah. character so open about their feelings? Why is one so character so cold? Uh, it's an hour-long film, so it's not, it's not, doesn't have a lot of time to do it, but does do a lot in the film. Um, yeah, the time they have, they do a lot too. Yeah, so I think they that just invest in them. There's a lot that I guess could have been done if the movie was like, say, like 15, 20 minutes longer. But what it is, uh, as it stands, I'd say this: the film is very simple. Um, so I um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, you did. Uh, no, uh, it's, it's, it's a, overall to say that the film is very simple in the sense that it it does a very complex topic in a simple way that is, to me, effective. Yeah, I really liked, um, I liked the length of the film. It made me feel like I was, like, glimpsing in on into someone else's life. I think, like, the, the vignette kind of shorts of the passing of the seasons also added to this, where it was just, like, made me feel like, yeah, I'm not getting the whole story, but that's okay because I'm getting enough to... Yeah understand and i'm because of that like because of the timing and because of i mean the way even like the backgrounds would just fade away and it would just be them i thought that simplicity was really necessary to like focus in on what they wanted us to speaking of simplicity um mm -hmm. that last line that he says and repeats is as long as you're with me that's enough I think that's what it's about. It's just about it being you as you are, not mm -hmm. what you do, not what your interests are, not you are enough. Like you don't have to have something extra. It's just that genuinely, I love you for you. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I like it. So I think it's it's a good way. It's a good it's a good meaningful story. And I think that by the end of this second summer. Um, we're very different, you know, very different people from the first summer, mm -hmm. and it's it's a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of transition, a lot of change. Um, yeah, and I think that coming down to it, uh, coming to my final part, which is uh my review of it, mm -hmm. I would say this film crosses into the territory of being, I'd say, easily my top ten. Um, somewhere wow. in there. Those are big words. So at least just because it does a lot with how with how little we saw here. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what people can when you watch like people who are good at telling stories really put it to work. Yeah. So I'm going to give mine a preemptive sort of just you know fresh watch. Uh, I watched this pretty recently, um, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna give this like a four to five. Wow. This one. Nice. I think it was, um, I also, think it was great. I just wanted to add, I love the fact that they didn't rely on montages in this film too heavily. Like yeah. so many of Montages the are the trope of, or a pretty big trope of these animes, it seems. But this one didn't rely on yeah. them. Like it really was the dialogue that carried this and made such an impact on me. I mean, it felt so real. I loved this film. I thought it was beautiful. It really touched me. It charmed me. 
Um, it was exactly like, and maybe, maybe I am a little biased just because I was like itching for a slice of life. And I think this fit so perfectly. Edge of my seat a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what was going to happen and it was tense and it was, um, compelling. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Oh, this is the first time you beat me in a Mm -hmm. result. Maybe. That's not true. I, I, I give Whisker away a higher score than you. Oh yeah, that's true. But it wasn't like a 4.5 level higher. It was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 4.5, that's, that's, that's big. Mid. That's big. That's easily, I'd say that's probably at least top five, top 10 for you. At least in this, at least in this genre. Yeah. I really, really loved it. Um, I don't know. It was wonderful. It, it had all the things that I really enjoy in storytelling. And it spoke to my little theatrical heart. Made it beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 um, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. Um, um, and I'm very proud that I came up with a film you hadn't seen before. No, it was it was a great one. And um, when I looked it up, I was like, I was like, I was, I was like, this is rated. It looks like it's rated so high. Um, That's why I picked it out of like some of the others that popped up. I was like, this is really high rating, <laughs> yeah. so this must be like actually decently good at least. But it it succeed it surpassed my expectations honestly. Yeah. So I I um <clears throat> I guess in closing. I just wanted to say um, main reason that this all began is because this month is pride month and we wanted to do something that really represented um, one, what we do here, which is romance anime, but also representing those, those animes that maybe don't get as much love even within the genre of romance anime. So we here at Kokoro beat want to, acknowledge the courage and resilience that those who have gone through and continue to fight for LGBTQ um, IA plus rights and equality in the community. Um, and we offer to those of you who may be allies in the community as well to, to seek out these um, uh, romance animes that legitimately represent the community and those relationships yeah, and those experiences. the full community that exists in the world. Yeah, and um, I think these offer, like these stories offer a great entertainment, um, but also serve as a great reminder that, that there's an importance to love and acceptance and inclusivity. And I think mm -hmm. that when you have a genuine story like this, um, it does so seam seamlessly and it's something that it can legitimately change people in their, in their thought processes. Cause you begin to think like, Oh, we're yeah. not so different. You and I, or two, we're so different that I should understand that better. So I think that's what one, like one thing, like one takeaway that I think that doing something like this involves that I enjoy so much about this, this genre and really doing this podcast. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. And I'm so happy that we got to cover this movie. I, I look forward to finding more yeah. um, LGBTQ movies as well. Because um, as I stated, like I, I always wanted to cover this regardless of Pride Month, but it just lined up yeah. very perfectly um, in the timing wise. But uh, it was just a beautiful story. And it was so nice to see that um, inclusivity of this. And if you are out there and you've watched or read, I don't know, these other, there's apparently more to this. So if you really like this, there's apparently a lot more to the story up till mm -hmm. further, much further steps in their relationship. So 
you're not the cliffhanger type or you're just like, I need to see more of this. There's definitely more uh, content from this, uh, from this same series. So there's definitely a lot of it. And I think that um, moving forward, we're, we're going to be having hopefully a lot more uh, content in this, uh, in this sort of slice of life vein. Um, and really explore mm-hmm. uh, the different kind of uh, romances that we haven't quite yet. So um, as always, uh, if you're out there and you're in the comments, um, while you're giving our, our podcast a five-star review, also throw some stuff in the comments of stuff that you've seen that you maybe were, we haven't got our eyes on quite yet. Both uh, Minuet and I, within our separate Discord, uh, Discord communities, have uh, sections that would love to add stuff mm-hmm. to our wish lists or add stuff to our watch list. So hop in our discords and speaking of, yeah. I should probably make like a physical watch list for us. So right. we like don't yeah. things, you know? the way we've been doing it is just kind of like, I'll come up with like five I'm thinking up on the moment and I'm like, all right, these are like the ones, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not like particularly hinged on anything, but like the moment right. I, moment you asked me to like come up with a few more, I'm just like, I, well, I don't remember what I asked what I recommended before. Right, yeah, <laughs> so, before. So maybe we should like have yeah. a list to kind of, um, but that's something for us to discuss off, yeah, off there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And, and we've, we've also discussed doing some series as well. Short series. Yeah. Let me stress that. Short, 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 short. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to continue to dive into this, uh, into this genre of anime and genre. continue to unlock my cold, uh, locked away heart <laughs> and without further ado uh where can people find you minuet what are you working on you can find me on twitch um at uh minuet underscore xo twitch.tv minuet underscore xo um I, i'm almost like am i a phasmo streamer now is that what i do <laughs> this is kind um, of been the thing that's kind of what I've been doing lately. Um, I keep saying I'm going to like play other games and yet I always find myself back on Phasmo. Um, She's addicted. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't say addicted, um, but it's been, it's <laughs> yeah. been a, it's been a lot of fun. I'll say that. And it's really like brought a lot of really fun people into the community and been a good thing to play with, with others um, that I've enjoyed a lot. So you can find me there. You can find me on Twitter, just like tweeting away about my feelings. Um, about my dumb, my dumb day-to-day life, um, dumb thoughts that I have. Also, minuet underscore XO. And that's where you can find me. What about you, Daddy-O? You can find me <laughs> at your local Walmart. Um, so honestly, Please, right now, um, I've been on YouTube a lot. Um, I've been streaming on YouTube for the past uh, couple streams, uh, and I've been enjoying it, actually. Um, it's been a lot of fun to, uh, make content there and it's kind of, it's been easy, uh, hasn't been too stressful. So been enjoying that. And then on top of that, uh, I've, uh, been putting a lot of content out on, um, like a YouTube shorts and like my VOD content as well. So there's a, there's a few videos I've already put out as well there. So all that's chill with sad dad. Um, and then lastly, uh, Twitter. Twitter is the place where I network and interact with a lot of people. And it's been a lot of fun lately to, to be on Twitter. I can't say that always, but it's been a lot of fun yeah. on Twitter re- recently. Just been, uh, uh, posting away. So if you want to get at me or if you want to message me, 
um, anything about the podcast, um, I'm always on Twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm going to message you there. everything about the podcast on Twitter. Okay. And then uh, really, really just uh, uh, been working on a few things outside of outside of streaming, but been playing a lot of Diablo 4. So I've been enjoying that actually a lot, mm. and that's been a lot of fun to play. Uh, so if you're on the EU servers and you want to play, just hit me up. And nice. we'll do we'll do dungeons and whatnot. And dragons? Dungeons and dragons. Mm -hmm. It's dragon, one dragon. Um just, well, never mind, I'm not gonna say that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Dragon beast. Um uh, uh and with that, um any closing thoughts, Minuet? Is that it? No. Did we do it. the thing? We did the thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it for us um, over here at Kokoro Beat. Have a happy Pride Month. Um, yes. And also tell more people about anime. Let's, let's spread the message. Spread the word. Yeah.